You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White, an on-demand audio presentation of redpeachsports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. Good morning, North Louisiana. What up? How goes it? Aaron and Jake hanging out on on this Friday morning in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in West Monroe. John Tabor doing a fabulous job back at the Sports Talk 97 headquarters in Ruston. We're certainly looking forward to the start of the high school football season. Jake, I know you've made your way out and continue to profile different players across northeast Louisiana to keep an eye on. It is nice that the season is finally here. I uh, was out at Bastrop last night checking out the Rams. It's going to be an interesting year for Adrian Burnett and the Rams. He's got some players returning. Yeah. Christian Smith, along with a couple other offensive uh, weapons to keep an eye on. There will be a number of coaches gathering today with players to talk about the upcoming season. This is a pretty cool event, and our next guest joins us to break it down. Yes, Pastor First uh, United Methodist John Telefero joins us on the uh, hotline. Man, how you doing? I am super. We're, uh, of course, we're, we're busy getting ready for noontime. We started at 5.30 this morning, and we're <laughs> running hard to get everything ready. It's going to be a great day. We have uh, 10 or 11 teams coming with coaches and players and, of course, the community from across northeast Louisiana gathering to uh, support their teams in, in high school football and uh, help raise funds for our community. It's a great opportunity. John, this is the third year you've done this kind of kickoff this season. You gather the coaches up and some players and talk a little football. Who came up with the idea, and what has been the response like so far through the first two years? Well, um, the Rotary Club of West Monroe came up with the idea uh, two years ago, and uh, we were looking at a way that we could encourage the community. And, of course, uh, the Rotary Club is a, is a service club, so the whole purpose of it is to help the community. And we wanted to give a, a model of, uh, of service where we're raising dollars for, ha- uh, for families helping families, for uh, Desired Street Shelter, Salvation Army, our children, Swanson Correctional, just as a host of things. And how can we do that in a fun and meaningful way that helps grow everybody? And we said, you know, we love football in northeast Louisiana. Let's have a press conference with coaches from uh, North Louisiana, Northeast Louisiana, coming together and players and talking about the coming season. And the response has been phenomenal. First of all, corporate sponsors, walk-ons, a new uh, grill that's coming in here to West Monroe on I-20 is, is a corporate sponsor, Modern Woodman of America, uh, then a host of other sponsors. And then, of course, the coaches and the players are critical. The coaches have been remarkable in saying, this is something we want to do because we want to make a contribution back to our community rather than just entertain the community in football. We want to make our community better. So this becomes a vehicle where the young men, young women, and the coaches of our schools can make a positive contribution to our community. And the beauty of this is, of course, you can come by, listen to coaches and players talk a little football, and also get a hamburger. This thing gets underway around 11.45 noon today. For listeners out there, John, how do they get involved? Where are you located? What do they need to do? Well, uh, if you uh, make your way to the Thomas Road exit uh, on I-20 in West Monroe, take that, go right in front of Walmart, which is the Glenwood Drive service road, and you go about halfway down, you'll come upon First United Methodist Church of West Monroe. You'll see a large sign with a cross and flame at the top, and then if you're going east back towards Monroe, you're going to see on your left 
the largest building with a covered drop-off, that's our gymnasium. We're filling the gymnasium with fans and players and coaches. Come in that front door, and uh, if you haven't purchased a ticket, ticket for a hamburger meal, uh, when you come in, we'll direct you to do so. Uh, and uh, there's tables and hamburgers and all that set up, so we're gonna, and it's going to be a great time. And then at, at right at 12 noon, because with um, 10, 11, 12 uh, teams and coaches, we have to, to get done in an hour, we have to be very punctual in how we're handling it. And uh, bring $10, and, and you'll make a great contribution to the community and support your local teams. And the beauty of it is it's only an hour, so, I mean, you guys go pretty fast through the uh, 10 to 11 teams. I don't anticipate or expect you to rattle off all 10 or 11, but uh, who are some of the marquee teams that will be there today? Well, we've got, uh, we've got uh, uh, West Monroe, we've got uh, Washita, we've got uh, OCS. Uh, you know, a, a dark horse from last year that surprised everybody, we have Richwood. They weren't supposed to be a team that they were, but they did a marvelous job last year. So we've got teams from all across the area. Uh, we've got some outliers uh, that, that are not normally. Uh, we've got uh, Union Parish. We've got Rayville. Uh, we've got some newcomers to the table. We've got uh, Wasman. We've got Carroll. So we, uh, uh, St. Fred's is going to be there. So we've got a wide spectrum of uh, schools and programs and, and, and divisions represented. It's going to be a fun day. John, once again, we appreciate the time. We'll uh, see you out there later today at noon at of course, First United Methodist Church in West Monroe. Thanks for the time, but You're welcome. Thank you so much. You look at uh, week number one, of course, with the high school football season. Back to, of course, Bastrop. I made my way out there yesterday. Uh, you look at Adrian Burnett and what he's trying to do there and, of course, make an impact. It was kind of a, a rough uh, spring and summer for him, of course. We didn't know if he'd actually make it to the fall, of course, the backlash against with the school board, but it seems like the waters have calmed down a little bit now, and they're going to let Adrian Burnett do his job, which is certainly a good thing. You look at the impact that he's making, he's trying to get some continuity out there, and they've got the same defensive coordinator coming back, which is huge because offensively, that has not been a problem. Offense has never been a problem with Bastrop. I mean, with Burnett calling the shots, they've been able to light up the scoreboard. Defensively, has been another issue. Mm-hmm. They've got nine starters back off last year's squad, and then offensively, quarterback back hawkins and of course an incredible receiving core they're going to do some damage coming off a five and five year arguably the best receiving core in the area yeah um i tasked someone to come up with a better receiving core than that that is a really good um receiving core out at bastard now i'm glad you brought up the situation in the off season because we haven't talked about that in a long time and i think a lot of people forgot that whole situation went down but like you said, it seems like everything's settled now, and now we can look forward to the season. And uh, it's a big year. It's a big year for, for Adrian Burnett. And I, you know what? If, if it's going to be a big year, I think you're happy that you have the collection of talent that you have this year because this is a legitimate contender in 4A this year. Well, a year. couple of things that can build off last year. Yes, they did lose to Neville. But if you forget, it was a 0-0 game deep into the fourth quarter. Yeah. And then, of course, they had the miscue on special teams, which has come back to bite Bastrop on the butt numerous times, and it certainly did last year. But it gives them a little bit of confidence. They were able to hang with the Tigers last year for a majority of that game, had their opportunities to win that, just could not capitalize. Overall, last year, Bastrop went 5-5 five and five on the year. That included two losses to Carver. They started the year against Carver, mm-hmm. and they lost to Carver in the first round of the postseason. Yeah. 
So let's take a look at the first week of the regular season. Well, they're going to start off with Carver. <laughs> but they are going to get Carver at their place, something yep. they did not get last year in the two meetings. Right, right. Uh, so I'm really interested in seeing that. That's It's going to be hard to top that when we bring back our top ten games of the season. I think that will re- eventually replace top ten Thursday. We'll, we'll do top ten games again. But uh, that one's going to be tough to top as far as the top games in the area go. That said, man, there's a lot of interest in Neville Rustin after what took place last year. Yeah, and of course, uh, what did Coach Ball making his first appearance as the head coach for the Rustin Bearcats last year, and he gets over the hump. He goes into Bill Ripple Stadium, and they win. Yeah, and you made the joke last year he would have beat West Monroe, yeah. too. They would have made a statue yeah. of him. He should have retired immediately. <laughs> yeah, and, and he came close. That was yeah. a heck of a game. Um, so I think that's always going to be the number one game in week number one just because of how good both how, programs how are. We're talking about is. this tradition of this matchup. Yeah, it, but I think it has a little extra juice this season just because Rustin was able to break through last year and beat Neville. So can't wait to see what happens. Uh, this this fall and that game will be played at Ruston this year and uh, looking at social media the scoreboard is up and it is running and it will have replays out there at James Stadium for the Bearcats mm, nice awesome. nice addition for Ruston yes um, another game of intrigue is West Monroe John Eric now if you'll recall they opened up the season last year and John Eric came to West Monroe they'll come to West Monroe again this season and last year West Monroe raced off to a big lead and then the lead evaporated and it turned out to be a pretty good game one thing i want to bring up about this football season aaron typically when you think of quarterbacks in northeast louisiana you think of athletic kids who run the football who are are usually better at running the football than, than passing that's just kind of the style here it's going to be a little bit different this year because you've got a kid like garrett common Mm -hmm. at west monroe You've got a young kid like Zach Shaw at Washtenaw Parish who's able to throw the football very well. Uh, you just mentioned uh, Andrew Brister, how that plays out at Neville. If he's able to win the starting job, he hasn't won it yet. Jordan Thomas is, is uh, returning as well for Neville. So you could see a shift in this area to, you know, pocket passers and and granted a lot of these guys that we mentioned they're able to run it too Mm -hmm. but i'm just saying how long has it been since we've talked about this this many pocket passers it's kind of interesting to look at the dynamic of this area and see a lot of guys who who are able to throw the football uh better than they run it Mm. i had a chance to stop by west monroe's practice for a few minutes on wednesday and just looking that defense and that defensive line from the Rebels, they're going to be pretty nasty. Uh, yeah, I the same thing I said about the wide receivers at Bastrop. Uh, somebody tell me a defensive line that's better than West Monroe's. And I'm talking about the whole state here. I mean, that defensive line, you think about, this is what I think about. Andrew Gleason got hurt last year, right. and they put Preston Crane out there. And he was making plays. Now, Preston Crane, if you look at him, you're thinking, you know, he doesn't look like a 5A defensive end. But, man, he is—he makes plays. He gets in the backfield. He gets tackles for losses. And so now you've got depth there. You've got him returning, plus you've got Gleason returning. Uh, Throw in Moncrief transferring in from Chandler Moncrief. Uh, Dalvin Hutchinson. Dalvin Hutchinson, who's the face of it. Dalvin yeah. Hutchinson, uh, who just recently committed to, to ULL. So, yeah, man, that defensive line is nasty. And they're going to be really good this year. And they're going to be, I think, the biggest reason why West Monroe is still in contention this year. 
you look, of course, at uh, games in week number one. Uh, those two, of course, uh, Ruston at home, West Monroe at a home, uh, Carver versus Bastrop. Richwood and Washita always kick off this season, and considering what the Rams did last year, perhaps this has a little bit of intrigue, but they're certainly going to have to figure out a way to reload the number of athletes and talented playmakers that they lost, lost off last year's squad. Look, it's going to be tough. I think one thing boding well for them is when you, ha- when you break through and win like that, a lot of the kids saw what it took. To, you know, they put in the work and they saw what it took to get to that level. And so, though they have a lot of guys stepping in, these are older guys that are stepping in that just didn't get to play. And uh, you still got a playmaker in Benny Davis returning. Uh, he'll make plays on both sides of the ball. That said, uh, Washita, I think a lot of Washita this year. They're, they're senior heavy this year. If, you know, if Zach Shaw can come out, and uh, I know he's only a sophomore, but if he can come out and kind of get used to that speed of the game and, uh, and, and you know do his job it, you know he doesn't have to be lighted up like superman but if he can be you know good enough i, I like washington's chances of, of making some noise this year these are exciting times at wasman mangum and franklin parish all three of those programs getting new field houses and they all will be at home in the opening week wasman gets bent and coming to their place uh, delhi is traveling to mangum in fact i think the dragons I, I believe the first seven or eight weeks of the season yeah. they will actually be at home because you remember right, last year right. uh, with the delays on the field, they literally had to be road warriors mm-hmm. where they played the first eight weeks on the road. Yeah. So not flips around where they're owed a home game. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so that's good news if you're a Megan fan. you got a lot of football games to go see. And continue to fly under the radar down there in uh, Winsboro, Franklin Parish. They are into their new field house, and they look forward to, of course, showing that off. They've got Rabel coming to their place. Not an easy chore in week number one. No, plus you've got OCS Arcadia in week one, too. I think they squared off in week one last year. So, interested in seeing those two squaring off again. I think a lot of OCS, I think Turner Carr is going to put some points on the board and allow Will Fitzhugh to affect the game in other ways. It's not, he doesn't have to play quarterback like he did last part of last season just a couple other games to keep an eye on in week number one cedar creek travels to loyola and union parish on the road versus airline we're getting close uh so next week we'll start our high school previews as we'll get a number of high school coaches on this show looking forward to it let's take a time out we've fallen behind on our text here we'll get to them after the break if you have a question or comment hit us up on the darren moody state farm hotline slash text line 888-993-7762 Find out how to save money on home and auto insurance by stopping by and visiting with Darren on 18th Street in Monroe. The Morning Drive, back after this. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road, car king. We treat you like royalty. Earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing. The king of the road, the king of the road, car king. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. 
Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. Portico in Monroe is back. New owners Joey Trepe, Roy Arthur, and Lindsey Levitt invite you to come experience it for yourself this football season. They'll have eight brand new 65-inch TVs, great for college football on Saturday and then NFL action on Sunday. They'll have a new full menu including pizza, wings, and loaded nachos. Lunch specials every single day, Monday through Friday, plus brunch on Sunday. Come experience Portico for yourself at 2230 Tower Drive in Monroe. Hey, this is Sean Fox, sports director here at 97.7, inviting you to join me and the rest of the sports company every day, Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 for our unique, unfiltered take on the world of local and national sports. We're going to make you laugh. It might make you cry, and there's a pretty good chance at some point I'm going to make you mad. But we're going to have a lot of fun along the way. That's the Sports Company, Monday through Friday from 3 to 6, right here in your home for sports in North Louisiana, 97.7. Good morning, Louisiana. This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King in Monroe. All right, professional text reader, go. All right. Someone says, Wacky Mayor Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. That's a good one. We continue to ask, uh, who won? Kane? Was it Kane that won the? Kane, yeah, the prof- professional wrestler. Yeah. No- Knox County. Knox, Knox County. County. Thank you, Tate. You're welcome. Big area? Yes, that is the county of Knoxville, like 430-something. Yeah. Oh, wow. Pretty, pretty big, by- pretty impressive um, political move for, for Kane. You win by a landslide, or was it tight? I believe the general was a landslide. Now the um, the primary was, I believe, less than fifty votes. Ooh, squeaker. Wow. squeaker, mm. squeaker for Kane. Mm. Uh, so yes. How intimidating would he be as a mayor? Pretty intimidating. <laughs> yeah, it's a large man. <laughs> yeah, large demon. Yeah. Uh, Richie says. Between a Dish Network bill and streaming services, I pay around $160 a month. That's $160 per month for the 10 to 15 hours of TV I do view. I think I'm overpaying. This is in reference to the ESPN Plus because you're going to be asked to pay an additional $5 if you want to watch the Conference USA and Sunbelt action this football season. Larry says, every time something happens, we want to create a committee to investigate, like spending thousands of dollars uh, for committee to make study for a three bridge here in Monroe, not needed. Just build it. Mm. There just there doesn't need to be a committee to investigate Urban Meyer. Just put him and his wife in a room and ask them both right here and now. Urban, did you or did you not mm. know about the abuse? And if you and if you find out he lied, he should. And if, if you found out that he lied, he should lose his job. Uh, if he did, no, suspend him. I'm guessing that's supposed to be if he did. You're supposed know. to be the professional text reader. It, of us it wasn't written well. I'm sorry, oh, Larry. Larry. It wasn't written well. I think it's supposed to say if he if he didn't know, suspend him without pay for a year. So we're gonna revoke your privileges if you butcher <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> well, continuously. You know, um, Richie. All right, let's go back to his thought there, though. Uh, our committees. We always have to have a search committee put together six to seven guys and a lady or two and just to kind of stroke their ego and um, put together this committee and then of course they make the recommendation to the school president is that necessary always to have a committee 
And we asked this, and of course Larry touched on it there, that Ohio State has put together this special committee. Three of the people, of course, tied to the university. They're on the Board of Regents. Three others that, of course, that have a background in law, which I think certainly helps in this case. Yeah, I think the formal thing is to have a committee and to – it looks good public-wise. Like, do you think it doesn't? The fact that you you get this group of qualified people together to investigate a certain situation – Listen. But then the other thing, how much power do they have? What can they unveil that others have not? Do they pull Urban Meyer in there and then just put the spotlight on him and just grill him? Well, that's what Larry wants. Yes, I agree. (laughs) I I did a dark room, put that thing right on. Urban is a professional liar, though. You have to find some paper, a paper trail somewhere. That's how you're going to get him. If it's if it's down to just Urban lying, he's going to get out of it. We've seen this before. Mm -hmm. So, just saying. Are you less confident or more confident that he's going to keep his job? Yesterday you were saying he's gone. I got a feeling he's going to. I did gonna, not I, say that. I got a you feeling somehow words, he's going to weasel his way out of this thing. I, I want to throw something at you. My words were people are saying he's gone. I said I'm not so sure he's gone. I said there's a good chance he's gone, but unless they tie him to this, they don't want to fire him. So if there's no paper trail back to Urban – if there's no yeah. evidence that he knew, I think he keeps his job. He gets a slap on the wrist, yeah. and he stays the head coach of Ohio State. I think he's circling the wagons right now. They're coming up with a defense, and, of course, now they have to be on the defense because she was on the offense putting this out there. I think they're going to figure out a way, and basically his wife's going to come out and say, literally, I've talked to my husband in the past, but on this incident, I did not reveal the text messages or the conversations that I had with her. Nobody's going to believe it. She's going to fall on the sword. She's going to lose her job. She'll probably get sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year. They'll save the eight and a half million, and of course, Urban Meyer's legacy. Uh huh. Uh huh. No, I agree with you. I, I, I have nothing else to add. I think that's the route to go if you're the Myers. Um, you got to weasel your way out of it. And look, like I said, if if they don't discover anything, I think Ohio State will will gladly, you know suspend him for a year or whatever it is and then he's back i don't even think it'll be for a year (laughs) you don't it's got to be at least for a year if they keep him they're going to get a lot of backlash aaron they have to at least do a year well let's look at ohio state's schedule and when's the first big game on ohio state you're forgetting also you're forgetting that ohio state has a wrestling scandal going on too okay yeah not good look for the university, so they have to come on. Strong. I don't think I forgot. I don't think I did. I knew that they had a wrestling <laughs> scandal going on. Okay, well they do, and okay. so they have to look. What's this scandal involved? They have to look strong in in regards to the way they come down on Urban Meyer. Now, if he keeps his job, I think at bare minimum suspend him for a year, and even that, I'm telling you, people are going to have a lot of backlash for that, and we'll probably come on here and bash Ohio State too you know just saying that they're only keeping it just because all things said urban meyer now you can bet on everything in this world who will be the host state head coach at the start of the 2019 spring practice the odds are out in vegas urban meyer is plus 250 matt campbell is plus 450 and ryan day the interim head coach is five to one Mm. mike gundy's on here seven to one jeff brom lane kiffin would you like to see Lane wearing a high state colors? Jim Trestle's on this list. Where's Stoops at? 14-1. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, oh man, this they is literally crazy. have what a year, two Belichick's years. on here. Two years away from the game. Belichick is recharged, ready to go. Belichick has better odds than Trestle to be a Ohio State's quarterback. I mean, a uh, coach. It's pretty good. All right, let's finish out our our questions, Aaron. Who's your pick for the wackiest athlete to turn mayor? It, it, since Kane was the mayor or became mayor yesterday. Uh, who who would you pick as the wackiest athlete? We've got a couple of texts on it. I like somebody's uh, recommendation, uh, Floyd Money Mayweather. Oh, How would bro. the finances of that city or that county go? <laughs> That's a good point. We're betting the future on this oh, one game. And I'm glad you used the, the, the word betting, yes. yes. Um, good grief. Let's roll the dice. Let's put everything on black. We don't need a new sewer system. He'll be system. taking a fight real soon. Hey, Connor, you you up for a rematch? Uh, I vote for Floyd Mayweather. I think that'd be pretty, pretty wacky. That would be a great reality show. Obviously, we're all going to say Les Miles, the Mad Hatter. Les Miles is a great one. Um, I think I'll go with Les Miles. If I had my one pick, I would choose him. That said, Mike Leach would be fantastic, Mike Leach too. would be good, too. Oh, he'd be great. Also, uh, Dennis Rodman would be fun. I just feel like Leach, the uh, council or city council meetings would last way too long. You <laughs> yeah. go off track, and you're supposed to be talking about infrastructure oh or something, goodness, and then all of a sudden he'd start talking about you know, his favorite color. He found a squirrel, followed him <laughs> through the forest. And it was a great time. He discovered something else on his way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that would turn into. Uh, other question, Aaron. Yeah. Give me your regular season wins for LSU. It feels like we've had this question for the last six months. Yeah, but I feel like you've never answered it. I, I feel confident now. Seven wins. Seven and five. Seven and five for LSU. I'll be optimistic and say eight and four. The one game there that's going to save them at the end of the year. I did not realize they had Rice on the schedule. Second to last game. That gives them a little boost in going into that final game against Texas A&M. I'm not worried about A&M. Oh. Uh, what, it, Miami dictates the whole thing, man. It really does. Uh, but I think I think they can beat Miami, and I think they can go 8-4. and four. Uh, Auburn, Georgia, Bama, Mississippi State, I think those four are going to be the ones they lose to. I do think they'll beat Florida. Um so, yeah, I think eight and four is probably the route they'll go. I had Florida as a loss, just the fact that they're going there. Again, they won there last year. Mm-hmm. This is a better LSU team this year mm-hmm. going back. Mm-hmm. Rashard Lawrence is healthy. Mm-hmm. He wasn't last time. Do I need to keep saying? Strong argument. Okay. Well done. <laughs> what says you? 888-993-7762. Coming up next, we're going to talk a little uh, – Hall of Fame, a special event taking place over in Shreveport this weekend. We'll get all the details coming up after the break. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road, car king. We treat you like royalty. We earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing. The king of the road, the king of the road, car king. Whether you have a sports or an orthopedic injury, nagging low back or neck pain, work-related injury, or even vertigo, get the care and treatment you need at Legacy Outpatient Therapy Services. LOTS has been a reliable health care provider for Ruston and the surrounding communities for over 15 years. Give Chase Patterson and his team of skilled therapists a call at 318-255-9601 or visit our website at LegacyRehab.net. LOTS. 
official partner of Louisiana Tech Athletics and your home for trusted therapy solutions, powered by Legacy Rehabilitation. I'll never forget that moment. As long as I live. It was a moment. It was a moment that changed my life. We looked down from the chopper and saw the whole area was flooded. At that moment, it really hit me. This is why I joined the Guard. People had gone up to the rooftops to escape the rising waters. Talk about intense moments. We had to lower the guides online some 30 feet down. This is where teamwork and training really paid off. It took steady nerves and steady hands for the chopper pilots to hover like that. No question, guard pilots are the best in the world. I couldn't believe it. I just saved a life. What could be better than serving the people of my hometown? In the National Guard, you serve your community as well as your country while you work or attend college. In return, you gain skills in which you can build a career and receive benefits that can help you pay for college. Learn more about what it means to be a citizen soldier at NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana National Guard, aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Now let's get back to the sports on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe. Welcome back to the morning drive. Aaron and Jake hanging out here in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in beautiful West Monroe. Big event taking place over in Shreveport this weekend. The Arklatech Sports Museum of Champions will induct five new members, and it really has a Northeast Louisiana flavor to it. From the Sports Museum, Charlie Cavell joins us on the Darren Moody State Farm Hotline. How you doing this morning, bud? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Uh, first of all, the Arklatech Sports Museum of Champions, and I know there have been some changes over the last couple of years. Uh, when did you guys kind of change the, the way you looked at who you're inducting into your class? Uh, a few years back, we uh, we took it from basically a Shreveport-Bossier uh you know, Northwest Louisiana uh, regional type museum. Um, when it originally started, it was in the in the same building uh, over on the uh, what is now the Clyde Fan Parkway. Um, in in, a, in the same building as the Independence Bowl offices, but uh, that it ended up being shuttered for a couple of years because they tore that building down and and they uh, built the what is now the Red River Waterway Commission building. But anyway, uh, it, so it was it was housed it was basically all up in storage, and then uh, the our president Dr. George Bukowski negotiated the deal with the uh, Shreveport Convention Center when it was built to uh, reopen the museum uh, in the convention center lobby. And when they, when that occurred, we also as a board voted to expand our uh, coverage area basically uh, out to about a hundred mile radius uh, from Shreveport. And so, uh, you know, so yeah, this year we have a very uh, large contingency of our inductees are uh, from the from the Monroe, Washita Parish, northeast side of the, the very far east side of our uh, our circle of of uh, influence, if you will. Before we get to, of course, the newest inductees, when you expand your boundaries like this. How much tougher does it get then to kind of whittle down your class and decide who deserves to get in? Uh, it gets a lot tougher because 
we don't just we haven't just inducted you know football, basketball, baseball. You know your big three sports. And if you look in the museum and you look through the list of 137 past inductees, uh, you'll see everything from motorcycle racers to balloonists, hot air balloonists to rodeo to barrel, uh, you know, barrel, uh, whatever they did call that, (laughs) the barrel chasing deal in in, uh, rodeo and I mean, in, in all the karate, I mean, so it's not just your mainstream sports that have uh, been covered. I mean, we even had bridge players, and throughout the years, it's been a, a wide, wide variety of, of uh, inductees from a, you know, <laughs> from the wide world of sports, if you will. And uh, it, it's it's it makes it really tough, I know, you know, because there's so many deserving uh, people that uh, that have excelled in in some sport or another. That uh, it does make it much tougher, and and you know, and and one of the keys is they have to they have to be here. You know, that's a, uh, you know that you may some people may look at the list and go, well, why is this guy or why is this lady not on the in there well they also have to make a commitment to us as well and to be present at the museum uh and and at the induction ceremony uh great class it includes uh lsu former great jerry stovall from of course west monroe former head coach at west monroe don shows then you throw in a louisiana tech major league pitcher george stone out of rust and grambling state nba basketball player kenny simpson and then Haynesville High School and NFL standout Demetric Evans. As you kind of did the research and you looked at this class, anything stand out the most to you, Charlie? Oh, God. Boy, I tell you, one of the – look, I had a personal relationship with Don Shouse. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. most, some people may know that I am the voice of bird football. I've been doing bird football for 20-plus years, and – uh, you know, over the years, I had a personal relationship with Don Shouse, and I mean, I've interviewed Don uh, in the back of a uh, <laughs> back of a SUV. You had to wake him up from a from a nap to, to interview him, and whenever I whenever I would speak or interview or request to talk to Coach Shouse, he was always so accommodating, and um, and you know. <laughs> He even gave you the aw shucks. I don't know if I could do that or this. And, you know, we're talking about a man who's the, what, third winning his coach in Louisiana high school football history. And so, uh, you know, I, I, that for me is, is very it's special because uh, of the personal relationship. But I think one of the neat things is also for Jerry Stovall. Um, you know, Jerry Stovall – he was West Monroe before there was a West Monroe, you know, before anybody knew about Don Childs or Brady James or Kiki Mingo or any of the, uh, you know, any of the great Andrew Whitworth, any of the great stars that, that came out of West Monroe, he was the first and then went on to LSU. And, you know, most people said he should have won the Heisman trophy, unfortunately didn't, but I think it's really special that, we get him first, so to speak, because 
uh, his number, his number 21, is going into uh, Tiger Stadium alongside Tommy Casanova and, and, and Billy Cannon and, and Y.A. Tittle. And when you talk about the greats of LSU football and your name and number is going in, inside the ring around Tiger Stadium alongside those three, uh, that's really special. So I, I think it's a, a a really good class. And I mean, not to take anything away from George Stone. I mean, heck, you know, I play baseball still, and and baseball's been always been my first love. And for a guy to to come out of really, you know, starting Doyle, and where I actually coached in uh, for a year, and then uh, and then go and excel out of Ruston and Tech, and then play as long as he did, and pitch as long as he did in the big leagues. I mean that's that, that's really special. So I mean, and not to take anything away from Kenneth Simpson or Demetric Evans, but uh, you know, those, just the accomplishments of all five of these inductees is just really, really great. And I enjoy hearing the, the speeches, and of course, them. It's a humbling experience for anybody that's an inducted into a, 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 a Hall of Fame like this. It should be very entertaining listening to Jerry Stovall, and I'm sure. Uh, Don's wife, uh, Dawn, will have some uh, good stories about her late husband. It should be an outstanding event. Yes, it is, and we're we're expecting another uh, really, you know, fun. It is. It's just a fun evening to to sit. And if you you like sports, and and you know, obviously we're talking sports, just to sit and listen and uh, to to the past and the history of of what these uh, great athletes have accomplished and the stories that they tell is it's just really fun charlie so if uh, people are in the shreveport area uh, saturday uh, what do they need to do tickets still available in the shreveport convention center um well dr george bukowski our president kind of handles oversees that if they're interested in going uh, give him a call. He's a uh, he's a optometrist at, uh, and they can give him a call at three one eight eight six eight six one one eight. That's eight six eight six one one eight. He uh, he's uh, he kind of handles overseas the ticket situation, um, you know, because there is a kind of a, a cutoff line as far as. You know, allowing the folks at the convention center time enough to prepare enough food and and what have you. But if you even if you don't want to go to the banquet, I would encourage somebody that's just in, you know maybe in town or looking to, uh, for something to do to, for a little while prior to the actual banquet from five o'clock to six fifteen on Saturday. The museum will be open. And all of the inductees and, and everybody involved in this museum will be at this open house. And so you don't have to necessarily go to the banquet if you don't want to. Come out and meet Jerry Stovall and George Stone and, and Demetric Evans and Kenny Simpson and, and, and see all the great displays that are in our little, uh, our little museum in the uh, foyer and the lobby, if you will, of the uh, Shreveport Convention Center. So from 5 o'clock to 6.15 is the kind of open house, and the uh, actual induction banquet starts at 6.30. All right, Charlie, one final question. You mentioned, of course, your longtime voice of the bird Yellow Jackets. 
Are the Yellow Jackets back? Should uh, five A teams over here be concerned? Uh, well, I just finished writing the preview of of uh, of Bird for this season, and you know, last year Bird was average, and the Jackets won two games, lost two, won three straight, lost three straight, finished the year five and five. And when I asked that question to Coach Suggs, uh, Mike Suggs, and and he looked at me and said, well, you know, average again. You know, until we prove otherwise, I think we'll be average again. Uh, we just uh, just don't seem to have the that uh, bell cow back, that explosive back, that uh, the difference maker, as Mike Suggs would call it, uh, that you put the ball in his hands and he's the – he can score from any point and anywhere on the field, and uh, we just don't have that. So, as, as Coach Suggs said, it's going to have to be better technically. So, uh, I don't know. I think it's there's still a, a big question mark. District one five A this year. I'm sure Evangel, if you know, will will be listed as the favorite. But you know, Evangel lost a lot off of their defense, in particular last year. Now they still they're still Evangel, and they still got great players coming back. Um, but I don't know if you can lose as much as they did last year and be at that same level, but who knows? Uh, I think airline is very, very talented. Parkway, uh, Parkway's got some <clears throat> really good skill position players. Houghton, uh, you know, Houghton has been really good the last couple of years. They have some question marks. Captain Shreve, uh, same type of deal. They lost a lot offensively, particularly. Uh, so I think it's you. You, you just kind of could shake the District One Five A up in a in a in a shaker and throw them against the wall and see who sticks. Uh, I really don't think there's a clear cut favorite. And, you know, birds can be tested really quickly. It's like Calvary, which Calvary should be pretty good uh, uh, again this year. And then a really big test in week two in the battle on the border when they have to uh, face the Bishop Dunn Falcons, which Bishop Dunn uh, in the battle on the border, Bishop Dunn out of Dallas has uh, a five-star, a couple of four or five-star recruits. One of them listed in the top, you know, 10, 15 players in the country. So. Mm. I don't know. I, I, I think average again is probably about the, the best expectation. Charlie, we appreciate the time. Uh, congratulations on the newest class in the Architects Sports Museum of Champs. Should be a fun night. Thank you. Thank you all for having me. I appreciate it. You look at this class, of course, once again, uh, Jerry Stovall from West Monroe, Don Shows, uh, George Stone, and then Kenny Simpson and Demetric Evans. They will be the five newest members in the Hall of Fame, it's included 137 inductees in the past. Let's take a timeout. Coming up next, Joey Trappe joins us for his weekly visit. Plus, Jake will finish strong with a parting shot. We're back after this. Rocket Fast Car Wash. Rocket Fast. It's a blast. And your vehicle is clean. 
At RocketFast, our immaculate grounds, friendly attendance, and the most free vacs anywhere will let you know that we care. Get more for your money with our exclusive bug wash prep stations, wall of foam, colorful soaps, and LED light show for a fun car wash for everyone. And with our Fast Pass, you can wash as often as you want for as little as $19.95 per month. RocketFast, the fast and easy way to wash your car. Now with seven locations from Monroe to Shreveport. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. We have a huge selection of modular homes, lighted, decorated, and air-conditioned for your shopping comfort. For 40 years now, Greg Tilly's has been saving you thousands. Visit our photo gallery at Tilly'sModular.com or see us today at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road car king. We treat you like royalty. We earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing. The king of the road, the king of the road, Tarkin. In 4-H clubs, camps, in-school and after-school programs, kids learn leadership, citizenship, and life skills while they participate in experiences that prepare them to be successful adults. I'm Robert Thompson, a Lingo Parish 4-H Junior Leader. To learn about how to join 4-H or become a 4-H volunteer in our community, call 318-251-5134. That's 318-251-5134. Good morning. Here's the latest weather conditions for our area. Plenty of sunshine in the forecast for today with a high of 93 degrees. Mostly clear skies on tap for tonight with a low of 72. Mostly sunny skies with a 20% chance of rain on tomorrow and a high of 94 degrees. Local sports talk is on the air. On the morning drive, this hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe. Welcome back to the morning drive, Jake. The weekend is almost here. Hey, big CFL game tonight. Oh, yeah. Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel. What time are we looking at? 6.30, I believe. Oh, and he's got an axe to grind, right? That's right. Facing his former team. Oh, I know a place or two we could go and watch that game, and I could pay off my bet. Yeah, I did too. Joey Trappe joins us on the Darren Moody State Farm Hotline. Joey, how you doing this morning, bud? Doing great, guys. How are y'all? How fantastic is this, that football has returned to our television sets? And, of course, being an owner and involved in all these different restaurants, the impact that, of course, college and NFL football can have for the Fieldhouse, Portico, and, of course, Traps. Yeah, man, especially the last night was a great gauge. You know, we have one football game on that uh, all of a sudden people are coming out of the woodworks just to, to, <laughs> to watch it and just kind of hang out and enjoy some fellowship and just hang, you know, just hanging loose. So it's just uh, – that time of year that, you know, we kind of get geared up. ULM is about to get started back. High school football camp's about to kick off. And, um, you know, it's just the, the time of the year we, we look forward to the most. Joey, you, of course, uh, played at ULM and have been a part of this community for a long time now. Around this football program, expectations and hype continue to build for the Warhawks. First of all, are you buying it? And I guess when's the last time you uh, were this excited about a ULM football season? Well, I guess you'd have to go back to the Colton Browning days. Um, you know, that was probably the last time we had this much hype. But, you know, it's kind of hard not to get excited with what we got coming back, and especially what the quarterback did last year, uh, getting him coming back as a junior. Um, you know, it kind of goes back to Coach Barry's old saying, the first year it 
leap, second year it creeps, third year it leaps. Like this is Coach Vietor's third year. So this is genuinely the year that you you see teams that have been take, taken over by a new coach and new regime take off. You know, I mean, I think if um, we can continue to put up the offensive production like we did last year, but then parlay that with some defense, I think we got a real good shot. I think our non-conference schedule is a lot easier this year than it was last year that, um, you know, there's a possibility to go two and two, which then puts you to only have to win four conference games to become bowl eligible. Um, I know the expectations of this team is a, a eight to nine win team. So yeah, it's kind of hard not to be excited and have some uh, anticipation about the season. So excited. Uh, maybe you'll dust off uh, the rust and return to the sideline as a reporter. Like back in the Man, day. Man, I just, oh, yeah, those are the glory days. I mean, I can't tell you how many penalties I almost picked up by being that close to the field. But, uh, no, I mean, I, I would love to get back to doing that, man, but it's just now with three kids and the restaurants, yeah. it's just going to be a hard situation for me to better get back and, and, and return in that capacity. Uh, this is the beauty of this year. Besides, of course, Traps and Fieldhouse, you're part of Portico, and you guys have made some major improvements over there, not only with the food, but also literally the game day experience. How exciting is this going to be this year with the addition of Portico? Yeah, man, we're excited about it at Portico for sure. You know, um, we got those 65-inch TVs, and we just replaced those uh, mirrors with garage doors uh, in the bar. So um, it just really enhances the effect of uh, the dining experience, I guess is a good way to put it. But, you know, it's um, you know it's just going to be a, a fun place to watch games as well. You know, Fieldhouse, Traps, and Portico all um, have TVs there, and we just um, we look forward to the people getting back in that groove, um, you know, drinking beer at 11 o'clock in the morning watching the early game. <laughs> I continue to say one of the most underrated things you have on the menu of all of the three or four restaurants are the spuds out at Traps. They continue to be a big hit, Joe. Yeah. That's a hidden gem, man. Those spuds, uh, you know, we, we only cook a we only cook a, a certain amount every day just because of our restrictions and, and how tight we are. But, uh, man, our spuds, uh, I, I got to give it to you, man. Those are a great addition to our menu and if you haven't been out there to try it if you if you get the seafood nacho spud and that that that's a treat in the plate i'll tell you that joey as always we appreciate the time i promise to bring jake by very soon yeah you need to start paying on your bets man i know it happens he may break my (laughs) leg thanks bud have a great weekend i got it joey trappe Traps, Fieldhouse, Crawfish City's closed right now, but of course, also throw in the Fieldhouse. All right, I'm getting hungry. We yeah. need to change the subject. Let's get to our parting shots. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'd love to see some of you do a little bit of research, and I think I'll be able to find six pallbearers. There is no such thing as a flop. It takes a field for our football team. And really do my heart good. The Morning Drive takes its parting shots. You haven't said squat for 21 minutes. I know you're revved up and raring to go. Go. Well, uh, one quick question. 888-993-7762. How many people out there or how many casual MMA fans know that there's a pay-per-view tomorrow? <laughs> I'm, I'm curious because last week, uh, you know, the big fight, Dustin Poirier, Eddie Alvarez, the card on paper was fantastic. It had three former champions on there. 
It had the lowest rating in seven years. Oh. UFC on Fox had the lowest rating in seven years. This has not been a good year for the UFC financially, hmm. uh, as well. You know, with the pay per view buys and everything, I don't even think they haven't got. They definitely haven't gotten over a million buys this year. Uh, I don't even think they've gotten over five hundred thousand buys hmm. uh, because DC and uh, Stipe was actually a lot less than they were anticipating. So I look at, uh, you know, the the rest of the year they can close it out really strong because. Dustin Poirier, Nate Diaz, which was announced today, that at Madison Square Garden, that's a million dollar pay per view, and then Khabib, Connor, if they do get that deal done, that's a two million dollar pay per view. Mm. I was just bringing this up because you know I, I said in the you asked me before who was beneficial in the Fox UFC deal, mm-hmm. and I said both because UFC helped build FS1. If you'll recall, back in those days, Connor had a couple of FS1 fights, and he helped bring attention to FS1, so that benefited. Fox. Lately, UFC has been more beneficial to Fox uh, than Fox because Fox has not been pulling in these ratings with the UFC, and of course they upgraded to WWE. If you had a chance to get WWE over UFC, absolutely they get numbers. WWE has gotten numbers for decades, so yes, you take WWE in that deal. But uh, anyway, just was asking. Um, Ronnie says we know, but aren't watching for what for what it's worth. <laughs> so anyway, I think it's a good it's a good if it's two of the best bantamweights ever fighting in a rematch. I encourage you to go watch it somewhere. Maybe not pay the full full price for it. So they teased us last night with NFL football. Now we do not have football this weekend, but uh, we do CFL tonight, bro. Oh, CFL game. I'm sorry, we got Johnny football tonight. Yeah, uh, we do have the Hall of Fame uh, ceremonies. Sometimes these are fun to watch. Some guys get up there and spill their guts. You look at this class, there's only one guy literally that I want to hear. Well, maybe two. Ray Lewis. And Randy Moss. Yes. And I guess the T.O. thing, what he'll say in Chattanooga. No, don't care. Don't pay attention to it. Uh, Erlacher, I heard a part of his couple interviews with him yesterday. Still, his rise from New Mexico. Uh, He talked about the fact his first preseason game didn't play on defense. I don't think he played in a preseason game until the third week on defense. Hmm. He was on special teams, and now he's a Hall of Famer. Did you see what Aaron Rodgers said about him? Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, I mean, the greatest of compliments. Talks about him being, um, you know, a classy player. Talks about him being the smartest player he'd ever played against. Mm -hmm. And just, of course, we all know what he's done in his career at, at linebacker and Chicago, but it's just something about those Chicago linebackers, man. Hopefully, Roquan Smith can be that next great. All the odds that you have there, uh, chances, the odds of Ray Lewis crying in his Hall of Fame speech. I think they're pretty good. Yeah. I think he will cry. He's an emotional guy. I, I definitely see him crying. So you're all in? Yeah. I'll put the money on that. Uh, pretty good week. We'll try to do better next week. Of course. Always trying to improve. We'll find out what. Uh, you got right what you got wrong. Ronnie will join us on Monday. <laughs> Ronnie did not join us this As Monday. far as what? Yeah. Yeah, look, I'm telling you, Burrow's going to be the starting quarterback. That was my big prediction today. So uh, I don't think it was even that big of a prediction. So hold that to me. Cookie says, if T.O. can't be in Canton, he needs to be taken off the Hall of Fame. Look, T.O. is trying to stick it to the man by not being there. He's just hurting himself. Little does he know he's making their day. They're like, okay, we don't have to sit yeah. there and listen to you talk. It'll be a shorter ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> you really showed him. You really showed them, T.O. Yeah. Uh, everybody have a great weekend. The guys from The Edge are up next. They are raring to go. We'll see you bright and early Monday morning at 7 o'clock.
Thanks for listening to the best of the morning drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts.